So, um, but I study, I study linguistics, and the problem with studying linguistics is, I mean, for one thing, your average people don't major in linguistics. We're a little bit crazy. And, um, yeah, all right. <laughs> linguistics represent over there. All, all three of us in the whole world. But the thing is, it makes you look at things a little different and you overanalyze everything and you drive everybody around you completely crazy. I'm sure you've probably heard the old, you know, I shot an elephant in my pajamas. How the elephant got in my pajamas, I'll never know. And you think like this, this is all your head is turning in the stuff all day and you drive everybody around you completely insane. Like especially my wife, especially my wife. Drive her crazy. And uh, she asked me uh, a few weeks ago, she said, now when was it, now when did you say you were uh, going to Calgary for that conference? I said, yesterday. She says, what, you didn't go to Calgary yesterday? I said, no, that's when I told you I was going. <laughs> you know, clarity, come on, come on, honey, you gotta be clear. And then I slept on the couch. <laughs> True story. And, um, but yes, I have to say you're a lovely crowd. I have to steal that from you. <laughs> but my current, my favorite one, my favorite one misunderstanding, of course, came when um, my wife's back, her back was hurting, and I said, well, why don't, why don't you make an appointment to go to the chiropractor? She said, I don't believe in chiropractors. And I said, you don't believe they exist? <laughs> or you don't believe they're a good idea? Because I can give you lots of evidence for their existence. I've been several times myself, and I guess we can get into a philosophical discussion about perception and reality and all that kind of stuff. And then I slept on the couch again. <laughs> and um, the thing about uh, language as well, I mean, I, uh, I, uh, you know, I expressions, expressions always get me. You know, certain ones I just can't hear without just sticking in my head. I mean, I worked with a lady a few years ago, and uh, she had to get a certain amount of stuff done on a list, and then we changed shifts, and I came on, and I kind of continued where she left off. And I get there, and I say, oh, by the way, did you get all that stuff done on, on the list? And she says, Jesus, I didn't even have time to wipe my ass, let alone get all that shit done. She was a classy lady. <laughs> and I, but I'm thinking, I'm like, you know, you, you think you can make time for that. <laughs> I have certain priorities in life, and uh, skid mark free underwear is right up there. <laughs> top. Top of the list, so. But um, the one expression that drives me nuts more than any other, I have to tell, you know, actually, I can't even tell it to you in regular form. I have to give you a poem. The poem will say it better than prose ever could. It's a poem I wrote a while back. Um, the next time someone says, it's the least I can do, you'll think about this poem. I said, she sa I said, thank you, baby. I don't remember why, I don't really remember what for. And she smiled and she said, it's the least I can do, just as she walked out the door. And I thought to myself, well, isn't that nice, till I thought about it a little bit more. And as I pondered the meaning of those six little words, something struck me right to the core. It's the least I can do. It's the least I could do. I would have done less, but I just couldn't do. I found the very least I could possibly do, and that's what I did for you. You motherfucker.